There's only one. There's only one pod in the Motor City that's keeping you up to date on everything Detroit sports. This is The Daily Ticket with your host, Jeff Rieger. Hello, everybody. What's going on? Another episode of The Daily Ticket. And I'm so happy to tell you that it's game day. That's right. Later on tonight, Lions and Chiefs from Arrowhead to open up the NFL season. Oh, I can't wait. The hype and the buildup and the pre-gaming has been just way too much. It feels like it's been like five years. I do remember when I heard the announcement that the Lions were going to play the Chiefs to open up the NFL season. I thought the Lions were going to lose. Now I feel so much differently. I feel so much differently. In fact, I am going to guarantee a Lions victory. Later on today at Arrowhead, Lions are going to start 1-0. Chiefs are going to be 0-1. I guarantee it. And please watch this episode all the way through because if I happen to be wrong about this guarantee, which has happened in the past, you get to choose my punishment. We'll get into it at the very end of the podcast. Instead of reading some comments from the very loyal and nice listeners and viewers, I'm going to give you a better chance. If the Lions lose, I get to embarrass myself. More at the end of this podcast. But before we get going, because I have reasons why the Lions are going to win, I have reasons why the Lions could lose, but I think my reasons why they win are just that much stronger. Again, I guarantee victory. But before we get into it, I just want to thank you for watching The Daily Ticket, for listening to The Daily Ticket. Anywhere you get your podcast, if you haven't yet, please download, rate, and review. And I am eternally grateful. Now away with the show. Thank goodness the game's here. In mere hours, Lions are going to kick it off with the Chiefs, with all the world watching, and I just can't wait. I'm especially happy that I don't have to talk about pregame stuff after this, and tomorrow on the Daily Ticket, we can actually react to the first football game of the season. But I have compiled three reasons why the Lions will win this football game. I also have three reasons why the Chiefs could win. But like I said, my reasons for the Lions being victorious, to me, are so much stronger. Let's start with reason number one, why the Lions win the football game. And we've talked about missing Chris Jones. We've done podcasts about Chris Jones. Chris Jones actually talked at a charity Chiefs event today and says he's ready to play, but he needs a contract. And let's just be honest, he's not going to play. Chris Jones is not officially out, but he's out. He's not going to play. And I don't believe people have done this situation justice. I got to be honest with you, because I don't think people understand what a big impact Chris Jones gives to the Chiefs. And without him, I think it's such a huge, a gigantic thing for the Lions. I think the Lions essentially win this game because there's no Chris Jones. If you don't believe me, I've compiled some factoids for you. I want to tell you, I want to illustrate to you how important Chris Jones is to the Kansas City Chiefs. Before we get into him, let's talk about the people that are going to be playing instead of him. The D-line later on today should look like this. George Karloftis, Derek Nandi, Tershawn Wharton, Mike Dano. Those four men combined have played a combined 12 years in the league. Combined. They have 25 and a half sacks in 12 seasons of football. Those four guys. When you think about it, that's not that much. 25 and a half sacks, 12 combined seasons, four dudes. Those are going to be the guys playing later on today because there's no Chris Jones. Chris Jones 
had 15 and a half sacks in one season last year. 10 less sacks in one year compared to 10 more sacks for those four dudes in 12 years of playing football. Am I starting to illustrate to you how impactful missing Chris Jones is going to be? No, not yet. I got more for you. Last season, Chris Jones was responsible for nearly a quarter of the Chiefs' pressures on the quarterback in 2022. Think about that. Nearly a quarter of all the pressures of the Kansas City Chiefs, Jones was responsible. The two guys behind him with the most pressures, Carlos Dunlap and Frank Clark, they're no longer on the Chiefs. So when I tell you that this Kansas City Chiefs D-line is going to be hurting later on today, I am not lying to you. Add that to the fact that the Lions have a good O-line. They should be able to possess the football, run the football, and really win time of possession, I would assume. But I'm not done here. I have more reasons why the Chiefs are going to miss Chris Jones. And this is a big one. I spoke of quarterback pressures, correct? When Chris Jones is on the field over the last five years, so pretty good sample size. When Chris Jones is on the field, the Chiefs are first in the NFL in QB pressure percentage. First, nobody better when Chris Jones is playing. They get to the quarterback like nobody else. What about when Chris Jones is not playing? The Chiefs are 28th QB pressures. 28th. That's damn near dead last in the league. He is that good. And he's not going to be playing. That alone gives me so much faith that this Lions offense should really be very good later on tonight. It's essentially going against the defense that is toothless. No Chris Jones. I know you're thinking to yourself, how much of a difference can one guy make? He's that good, people. You don't believe me? Wait and see. But I have more. I have more about how missing Chris Jones will impact the Chiefs. Because he's not only good with stopping pass, he's good at stopping the run. According to PFF, Pro Football Focus, not everybody loves PFF, but they give out grades for players. Some people dig it, some people don't. But according to PFF, Chris Jones is the only defender, the only defender in football, the entire NFL, the only defender with an 85 or better grade in the pass and the run defense. I mean, think about that. I got another factoid for you. Third downs when Chris Jones on the field. The offense going against the Chiefs defense converts on a first down on third down 35% of the time. When Jones is off the field, opposing offenses on third down are converting almost 50% of the time. 48. So he's not on the field. Other teams get first downs on third down. When he's on the field, those teams get less first downs on third down. I mean, I think I've said enough. Missing Chris Jones is a big reason why I think the Lions win the game. But I have more reasons. You want more reasons? I'll give you reason number two. Because there might not be Travis Kelsey either. Now, it does seem like Kelsey's going to play. He's questionable currently. At one point, I do believe he was doubtful. Now he's been upgraded to questionable. He's one of those dudes. He never misses time. He's going to play. He's going to give it a go. Not to mention he loves attention. Did you know that about Chris, uh, 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 Travis Kelsey? He loves attention. He's got a podcast. Loves wrestling. Likes to get his face out there. Was on Saturday Night Live. I mean, I'd be living his life too if I was the best tight end in football. But if he doesn't play, 
advantage, the Lions. But if he does play, you wonder how much he's going to play and how effective he's going to be. Because without Travis Kelsey, the Chiefs offense is nothing. And maybe I'm being a little disrespectful. Let's say next to nothing. Let me read you the names if Kelsey doesn't play. Now, Mahomes is the greatest ever to do it. So, of course, he's going to have an impact. We'll get to Mahomes in a sec here. But here's the Chiefs offense. Pacheco, McKinnon, Valdez, Scantling, Tony, Moore, and Gray. Who are you afraid of? Now, Sky Moore is a good receiver, but he's unproven. Canarius Tony is injured. Now, he's maybe their best receiver, but he's got a knee problem. I think he's going to play, but you don't know how effective he's going to be. My point is, yes, Patrick Mahomes will make anybody look great. But without Travis Kelsey, don't you think the Lions offense is going to be able to keep up with the Chiefs offense? Like if the Chiefs go down long, sustained drives, kind of feel the Lions are going to be able to do the same exact thing. Not to mention, I do wonder about the Chiefs offense now without potentially Travis Kelsey. And if the Lions get a couple stops, I think that's football game. Also, nobody's talking about this either. The Chiefs are going through a transition, not only with their receivers, like they do every season, it seems like. But they're going through a transition on their own line as well. They're working in two new guys on the line, Jawan Taylor and Donovan Smith. Smith played for the Bucs for a while, seven years. Taylor was with the Jags for the last four years. Bottom line. This could be the deepest Detroit D-line in the last five years. Now, that's not saying a whole lot because they've been bad. But you're looking at Aiden Hutchinson going against either Taylor or Smith, two new offensive linemen, to get to Patrick Mahomes. And by the way, Patrick Mahomes is a god, but he's not infallible. He's not perfect. You saw what happened when he was missing old linemen in the Super Bowl against the Bucs. Now, is the Lions pass rush as good as the Bucs pass rush back then? Of course not. But I do believe there should be sustained pressure on Patrick Mahomes. And of the guys that he trusts, if Kelsey doesn't play or is limited, like who's he getting rid of the ball to? Reason number two. Travis Kelsey probably doesn't play. If he does, he's not going to be 100%. New offensive line for the Chiefs. Unheard of receivers for the Chiefs. Reason number two, Lions are going to win this football game. But what about reason number three? This one, I admit, it's more sports radio-ish. It's more emotional. But this game is everything for the Lions. For the Chiefs, they want to win. They don't have to win. The Chiefs have bigger fish to fry. They've already done this. Show the entire world that they can win on opening night. They're pretty good on opening night. The Lions are trying to send a message. They just went through a whole offseason when everybody was singing their praises. It goes away pretty quick if the Lions don't win this football game. I think the Lions are looking to send a message that they are for real, that they deserve your respect, that same old Lions is dead or at least on a deathbed. It's a bigger game for the Lions than it is for the Chiefs. Chiefs want to get back to the postseason. They want to defend their title. They want to win another Super Bowl. That's what they're thinking of. The Lions, the hunger factor, Detroit takes it, at least in my opinion, because this game is more important to the Lions than it is to the Chiefs. And I think you're going to see that come later on tonight. But in, you know, I want to be fair. So I've came up with three reasons that the Chiefs win too. Here's reason number one, Patrick Mahomes. 
Patrick Mahomes, whenever you have that guy on your team, you got a chance, right? There's no question about that. And I looked up his stats over the last five years. He's unreal on opening night. 5-0, and 1,500-plus yards, 18 touchdowns, no picks. Uh, completion percentage of, get this, over 80%. He's that good. Add that to the fact that his coach, Andy Reid, is 9-1 and one in openers. And whether they have Chris Jones or Travis Kelsey or not, it's really hard to doubt the great Patrick Mahomes and the great Andy Reid. And if you wonder, well, what about the ring ceremony and the banners? Maybe the Chiefs come out flat. Well, they've done that before too. 2019, they won a Super Bowl. 2020, they had everything they're going to have later on tonight. They still won that game. So that's reason number one, I think. Patrick Mahomes is amazing. I love him. He's great. Maybe the greatest ever to do it. And because of him, and of course, if you want to add Andy Reid, I think that's a reason the Chiefs win the football game. Reason number two. This is scary to me. I already did a podcast about this. But reason number two, the scary stat about starting QBs not playing in preseason games. It's scary. So my first ever podcast last week, I told you I was a little nervous that Jared Goff didn't play in any of the preseason games and they opened at Arrowhead. Since then, I was able to find this great stat from Dove Kleiman. He's on Twitter. He's the NFL guy. He's got hundreds of thousands of followers. Nobody knows what he looks like. Kind of weird, but still, gives good information. So Dove Kleiman tweeted out a couple days ago, eight NFL teams chose not to play their starting quarterbacks this preseason. So that means there could be some rust for those teams. Those QBs, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Kirk Cousins, Matthew Stafford, Dak Prescott, and your very own Jared Goff. Last season, 11 teams did not play their starting quarterbacks in the preseason. The results in week one, those teams were three and eight. Three and eight. A little scary, right? So I do worry a little bit that the Lions, because they did not play Goff in the preseason, if they get a slow start, and the Chiefs' offense is able to move the football, which they probably should be at least a little bit. If the Chiefs get the early 10-0 lead, 14-0 lead, dare I say 17-zip lead, are the Lions going to be able to recover on the road? I worry about the rust. Reason number two, I think it's a valid reason. Let's go to reason number three. As much as I think the Lions win the hunger factor battle, it's not like the Chiefs don't have an emotional edge themselves. Place is going to be electric. Arrowhead is loud. Insane. They're going to get their rings. They're going to hang a banner. And they're going to come out with their hair on fire. There's going to be crazy electricity for kickoff. And I do think the Lions now have a target on their back. Like it used to be that the Lions were laughable. They show up. You expect to beat them. You usually did. And yeah, the last 10 games last season, people like the reference, but they were the hunters, not the hunted. Now they're the hunted. They've been the it team all off season. All off season, they've been the it team. Now they got a target on their back. And the Chiefs know that. I watched quarterback on Netflix. I don't know if you did. If you haven't, you should watch it. It's fantastic. But Patrick Mahomes is inspired by stuff like this. He doesn't talk a lot of smack. However, 
after the game. He might if he wins. I got to believe the feeling in Chiefs land right now is, okay, we don't have Chris Jones. We might not have Travis Kelsey, but we're not losing to the Lions. We're the world champs. They have improved crap. So even though my reason number three for the Lions was they have the hunger edge, I believe, I do believe there's some emotional edge too for the Chiefs. And again, at the end of the day, it's play calling. It's touchdowns. It's executing. But I do think when you look at the emotions from each team, maybe both teams have a reason why they think they can win this team and why the emotions will aid them. By the way, in case you're wondering, over the last four seasons, the Chiefs are 20-5 and five at Arrowhead. So that, may, that makes things even tougher. So there you go. I got three reasons why the Lions are going to win. And I got three reasons why the Chiefs are going to win. But I already said this. My reasons for the Lions, I believe, are so much better than my reasons for the Chiefs. That's why I'm guaranteeing victory. Lions are going to win this football game. They're going to start out 1-0. They're going to send their message. Everybody in Detroit and Michigan is going to be ecstatic. It's going to be a party later on tonight. I guarantee victory for the Lions. And if they don't win, this is where you come in. I am so confident the Lions are going to win this game that if they don't, I'm going to let you choose the punishment. What do I have to do if the Lions don't win? You can respond on the comments. You can tweet me at Rieger1984. You can email me. You can call me. You can text me. However you want to get a hold of me, feel free. Because if the Lions don't win this football game, I will take your suggestions of what I have to do. And we'll whittle it down to five or six good ones. And then I'll let you vote on it during the next podcast. And next week, I will do whatever you tell me I have to do. Now, I'm not going to run around naked. Nobody wants to see that. And I'm not going to do the Carson Anderson shoot the boot because I think it's played out. I mean, I think you're kind of getting let off the hook easy if that's what you want me to do. But if the Lions don't win this football game, I'm so confident that they will that I will leave my punishment up to you. So comment section below, what do I have to do if the Chiefs win? And then also, are you ready to believe in the Lions winning? Because I think in mere hours, the Lions are going to be 1-0. I do not see how they lose with Chris Jones for the Chiefs not playing. So comment section, rate and review, the daily ticket, wherever you get your podcast. It's always fun, people. I appreciate you all. And we'll catch you tomorrow when we finally get to react to the Lions playing a football game. I think they beat the Chiefs. I'm guaranteeing they beat the Chiefs. I gave you my reasons why. What do you think? We'll catch you tomorrow. Enjoy the night, everybody. Go crazy. Have a party. Call in the work on Friday. The Lions are going to be 1-0. There's a big game for Detroit, the biggest in quite some time. Start the season the right way. Enjoy the evening. We'll talk to you next time. The Daily Ticket. Remember, bye, guys.